Good afternoon, good afternoon, folks. This is your man, the one and only Bug Doctor. The doctor is in. Get at me at uh, Bug Doctor 5 on Twitter, Bug Doctor LLC at gmail.com. It's my email address. And of course, you can get at me at bugdocdoc.org. That's my website. Let's get into it. Look, guys, I get a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of customers that are concerned about their pets uh, when it comes to poisons that are set for rodents. So we're going to talk a little bit about not the rodent itself, but the poisons that we use in the pest control industry. So here we go. Listen. This is for the customers first. Customers, don't freak out as long as you have a technician that complies by the label law, because the label is a law, you should be fine. When it comes to poisons in the house, you don't have to worry about your pets or your kids or any of that, okay? So getting into that, As a customer, it is your right to know what products are being used in your home, okay? And ask. Just ask. Ask your the pest professional, or ask, um, or ask um, his manager or or whomever. It is the it's your right to know what's going on. So many customers just go with the flow they they don't know what's going what's being used in their home they don't you know they don't know um just ask now some of those customers that do do it themselves you know what we're gonna get into that a little bit later i'm not even gonna go into that right now let's let's just stick with um the technician to customer side okay so now um this is education for both the customer and for the technicians out there okay all right, listen up. There are there are basically two different types of poisons out there that uh, we use: first generation and second generation anticoagulant um, rodenticide poisons. Okay, all right. Both of them are equally as as lethal. I mean, it's a poison. But the difference between the two is that one is a is a slow uh, killing has a slow killing process to it, and the other one um, kills quicker. Second generations um, take less poison and kill a lot faster. First generation still could take less poison, but they kill slower. Usually a week or more, it could be with the first generation. Okay. Um, Technicians, know your know know your first and second generation um, products, okay? And know that and know your infestation, know that enemy. So if you don't have a lot of activity going on in that area, why would you use more than you need? One, you're wasting product. Two, that's a waste of money. And three, it's unnecessary. And there's always more of a risk of a non-target animal getting to it. 
put only what you need by the label law. Read the label. Read the label. Guys, I can't employ this enough. So many technicians, and I know technicians don't read the labels because I have worked with them. Read the labels, follow the labels, and then go from there. All right? Customers. Those of you that use your own poisons, I don't care. Even if you buy the ones from the store. Um, Matt, um, I can't even remember the name of the um, one of the common ones right now. It's on the top tip of my tongue. But anyway, if you ever go to the store, you buy um, you buy any pellet poison. Pellet poison is the worst thing. If you have a pet at home and you were and you're dealing with mice at home. And you and you're worried about your pet maybe getting into some poison or something like that, but you're using it anyway. Pellet poison is the worst one to have. The reason being is because a mouse is going to take and hoard that poison, meaning they're going to take it from whatever area it's in, and they're going to take it to another area, which means it can drop some along the way, which means your pet could potentially get sick from that. All right. I advise against pellet poison, period. Unless, if you're a trained professional, you use pellet poison according to the label, it'll tell you that you could probably get away with putting it in like a wall of weight or something like that. But I would really, uh, I'd really shy away from that. The block poison or the soft bait is the way to go, okay? Now, customers, there is a little something called an LD50. LD50, uh, not to get into tem- uh, technical chemical terms, but basically is the way scientists look at how much toxicity is in the poison. Okay? So if you have uh, a dog that's about 50 pounds, it's the the there's going to be a higher LD50, a higher toxicity to actually kill the animal, okay? So I implore that if you are one of those dog owners or pet owners or what have you that's concerned about um, uh, the poisons in the household and things of that nature, I would, I would go ahead and research LD50 and what it is. Just to give you an idea of how much poison it would take in the event that your dog happens to chew on or swallow a piece of poison and you're thinking, oh my God, he's gonna die. He's probably just gonna vomit and throw up what he took down, but he's not gonna die from it. Um, Think about it. It takes multiple feedings for mice and rats before they die. So if your pet is 50 pounds or greater, he's probably not gonna die from one poisoning, one, one um, not poisoning, excuse me, from one poison packet or something like that. Um, any concerns that you do have, of course, always contact the poison control, um, your vet, and go from there. But do your research. Do your research before hiring the professional. Or do and do your research during and after you hire a professional. I tell my customers all the time, research this product. 
I'm going to go back to technicians for a minute. Technicians, you should disclose all information that you have on poisons when that's at that home. In fact, you should be making a chart of some sort of all locations that of where you're, you're placing poisons and things of that nature. Um, be thorough and be as detailed as possible and make sure the customer knows about it. Customer doesn't know about it. it it's it, it doesn't exist. Okay, and that's facts. All right, guys. Just want to give you a quick tidbit. Um, thanks for tuning into my podcast. More to come. This is the Bug Doctor. Get at me at Bug Doctor Five at Twitter, and also you can reach me at Bug Doctor LLC at gmail.com, bugdoc.org get at me and of course subscribe listen to my podcast for more information i'll be kicking out uh these these podcasts every week so let's get it all right guys stay out there be safe have a good one bug doctor out